Welcome to the Equine Veterinary Journal, On The Hoof. Hello, my name is Chris Neal and welcome to this edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's On The Hoof podcast, which we aim to summarise a selection of recently published articles. Today we look at a paper accepted in March 2023 that assessed the prevalence, progression and significance of subchondral bone lucencies in the medial femoral condyle identified in young thoroughbreds during pre-cell radiography. The primary authors were Francis Pete, Christopher Korchak and Wayne Macharath, who are based at the Orthopaedic Research Centre of Colorado State University in the United States of America. The radiological appearance of subchondral bone lucencies in the medial femoral condyle and its significance on future racing performance has been a source of controversy within the thoroughbred industry for many years. The incidence of these lesions ranges from 0.8 to 16% in the literature depending on lesion definition, with most lucencies appearing within the first 18 months of life. There is evidence that these lesions can reduce or increase in severity with increasing age. However, there is limited evidence regarding the frequency of lesion progression and the potential impact lesions may have on future athletic performance in racing thoroughbreds. The authors therefore aim to objectively analyse yearling and two-year-old thoroughbred sales radiographs in the US population. They set out to more clearly define medial femoral condylar lesion prevalence and grades in their cohort and subsequently assess their impact on future racing performance. They hypothesised that yearlings with more severe lesions would have reduced racing starts and that lesions would not progress with age. In order to test their hypotheses, the authors conducted a prospective cohort study. Repository radiographs of 2,508 yearlings from the 2016 Keeneland sales were reviewed. 74% of all horses presented. These represented 10.9% of the annual foal crop and 36% of the annual yearlings sold at auction and came from 71 different yearling consigners. Median age of yearling was 535 days. To assess lesion progression and impact on an older cohort, repository radiographs of 436 two-year-olds from five major subsequent two-year-old sales in 2017 were also reviewed. 78% of all horses presented. These represented 19.7% of the total amount of two-year-olds sold at auction that year and came from 45 different consigners. 422 horses were presented for both yearling and two-year-old sales, which allowed assessment of the lesions and their impact over time. In the majority of cases, three standard radiographic views of each stifle, six in total per horse, were evaluated by two experienced veterinary surgeons. Subchondral bone lesions were graded from 0 to 3 using a modified grading scale, adaptive in previous publications. 0 being normal, 1 a mild crescent-shaped shallow lucency of depth less than 3mm, 2 a moderate dome-shaped lucency extending to the subchondral bone, and 3 a large spherical or ovoid cystic lesion communicating with the articular surface. Axial non-articular subchondral bone lucencies were noted and classed as grade 0. The authors chose to exclude flattening of the medial femoral condyle in their grading system due to recent evidence that flattening without sclerosis is likely to be normal and given it can be affected by high limb stance and radiographic technique. Grading was reached both independently in 10 cases to test inter-observer agreement and on consensus decision in the rest to reduce bias. Observers were blind to the sale and race results of each horse evaluated. 
Subsequently, racing performance data was collected until the end of each horse's four-year-old racing season. Data collected included whether the horse raced at least once, its age when it first raced, and the total number of starts, as well as total earnings and earnings per start. A point system was produced to note each horse's calibre of race, and the class performance index measured to identify each horse's performance with respect to age match peers. Any horse that did not start a race were followed up via a flowchart conversation framework designed to reduce bias. They also observed that 90.4% of yearlings and 88.8% two-year-olds had normal grade zero pre-sale stifle radiographs, i.e. 9 out of 10 horses. 6.8% of yearlings had grade 1 lesions, 1.8% grade 2 and 1% grade 3. Percentages were similar in two-year-old thoroughbreds, although there was a 1.4 increase in grade 2 lesions in that cohort. These findings agree with the current evidence available in the literature. Inter-observer agreement was perfect at grades 0 and 3, and moderate to substantial at grades 1 to 2. A right hind limb predilection was shown, with 65% of all grade 2 and 3 lesions noted in the right stifle in yearlings, and 80% in two-year-olds. Again, this agrees with current consensus in the literature. No sex predilection was found. When assessing lesion progression, 80.7%, i.e. 4 out of 5, subchondral bone lesions had regressed or stayed the same. However, 19.4% of grade 1 lesions, i.e. 1 out of 5, had regressed to grade 2. With respect to grade 2 lesions, sample size was small, so meaningful conclusions are difficult to make. However, 1 out of 5 improved, 1 out of 5 worsened, and 3 out of 5 remained the same. Overall, 85% of horses presented at yearling sales started one race. Average age at first up was two years and nine months, with horses racing an average of 12.3 times, earning a median of $32,253 over their career. No statistically significant differences were found between medial femoral condylar grades in all of the above variables. Furthermore, there were no significant differences between class performance index or career best start and lesion grade indicating lesion severity appears to make little difference to racing performance. This was reinforced by the data from two-year-old thoroughbreds, where all five horses with grade 3 lesions start at least one race, with the average number of starts being 15.2, wins 2.2, and median earnings of $36,064. Unfortunately, the study couldn't address whether these horses had surgical intervention post-sales, allowing them to race. The seven horses diagnosed with axial lesions in the study had no impact on racing performance, as has previously been shown in the literature. Perhaps interestingly, the probability of starting a race for grade 3 lesions was lower, 1 in 5, than grades 0 to 2, 1 in 7, in yearlings. However, this difference was not statistically significant due to the relatively small grade 3 sample size. Of the horses that did not race, 54.8% were retired due to lameness. However, only four of these cases were diagnosed with stifle injuries and all had great naught lesions noted at yearling pre-sales radiography. A further 17% were retired due to lack of ability, but again, 92% of these yearlings had grade zero medial femoral condylar lesions. A limitation of the study is that the population of thoroughbred studies are those presented for sale. The prevalence and potential impact of more severe lesions is therefore likely to be greater in the wider population due to sales pressure. Hence, performance indicators may not be an accurate representation. 
Horses may have become lame prior to the sales or during pre-sales assessment, prompting withdrawal. Furthermore, consigners receive radiographic reports following screening imaging, with the most severe lesions likely resulting again in withdrawal from sale. Intra-observer agreement was only moderate to substantial for Graves 1 to 2 medial femoral condylar lesions, likely due to some subjectivity in the grading scale used. However, differentiating between the two had no effect on race performance according to the study. Unfortunately, extrapolating these findings to other breeds or weanlings is difficult, given absolute death measurements are less accurate than affected medial femoral condylar distance ratios. Concluding points to the study are that grade 1 lesions are the most common medial femoral condylar lesions encountered during sales radiography. Fortunately, the majority of these lesions do not progress. Whilst there was a trend for yearlings diagnosed with grade 3 lesions to not race over other grades, there was no evidence of worse racing performance compared to unaffected peers. That concludes the review of this study, and many thanks for listening to this edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's On the Hoof podcast. We look forward to welcoming you back soon and review another of the journal's early access articles. Thank you for listening to this Equine Veterinary Journal podcast. More about the subjects discussed today can be found online at wileyonlinelibrary.com forward slash journal forward slash evj.